Motown Philly's back again. We're back. It's Jaden. It's Connor. And it's time for Talk, Talk Nerdy, Nerdy to Me is back. Today is a very, very special episode. We're talking Star Wars because, as a lot of you probably have seen, they made a actually like working lightsaber. At least like we've seen it. Like it works. Yeah. It's retractable. Everything like. Mm. Yes, I, I know this was very exciting for you, Jaden. I was excited to see it too. I mean, this I think we've all at one point or another dreamed about what it would be like to handle a lightsaber. And I don't remember the name of the people that did it, but they, they were able to make like this plasma cutter thing that works like a, light, a lightsaber. It was pretty sick. And let's just be clear. It, it may be essentially a plasma cutter, but plasma cutters generally aren't that big. They're generally more like the size of like yeah. torches. And stuff like that, where it's like a little like six inch frame or six inch flame compared to a three foot lightsaber. Yeah. And it it is pretty impressive how powerful the thing is. Like if you if you pull up the video, they cut through steel, they cut through like the glass, they take the plasma cutter thing to the to a car and just like completely slice it up and it's pretty impressive. Like they have this big gas thing hooked up to it so that they can have the big flame and you're right it does it's not just like a, a cutter it definitely is is unique and i heard someone say that it even looks like the the retro or the uh not retro but the the, the primitive lightsabers um from the the actual canon yeah, yeah the original one and like uh, so like i've seen criticism of it like it looks like it melts it's not really blah 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 but, like, if you go and, like, compare that video to any time, like, they actually have, like, um, lightsabers cutting through mm-hmm. metal, like, yeah. doors and all that, it looks identical. I mean, yeah. It's a pretty impressive feat of technology. Like, even if it's not exactly the same as, as you envision it in your head, but it's it does pretty much the exact same thing. Like, it's, it's as close to an imitation as you can really get. It's pretty impressive that we're even making something that similar at this point. Although, I mean, it's not really the future. It's supposed to be take place in the past, right? Yeah, I mean, a long, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. I mean, I don't want to get into too in deep a discussion of time, but, you know, the future is the past. We'll see. <laughs> but anyway. Except time is linear, and I have to disagree with you. And we we now have to have a time travel episode. Um, that's not the focus of this one. I was just thinking of the Futurama movie where Fry goes in forward in time, but actually just goes back in time with and ends up being his own grandpa. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, and then there's also the time that they just go to the death of the universe and see it, yeah. and then there's a second big bang. <laughs> which in turn would make it seem that time is not linear but repeating i yeah i mean i guess that's the same but different yeah but like just not, not even just like focusing on like just the lightsaber video other things that are happening soon and stuff that's coming up is we have the mandalorian season two coming out october 30th yeah, I I think Star Wars and Halloween kind of coincide because, like, at least in my brain, 
you know, like Darth Vader's a legendary Halloween costume. Like these things, they kind of work together in my brains. And I mean, just the holiday season, you always have the movies coming out around Christmas and things. So I, I like getting into spooky season um, mode also is kind of getting into Star Wars mode. And they obviously intentionally structure these out to to be around the holidays and things. But I'm also excited to see The Mandalorian. But I know that's one that's been on your radar for a little while. Well, yeah, like I was so excited when they made that when they announced it and then i just like that was what was keeping me going for a while it was just like oh my goodness new episode yes like it brought back that like thrill of like when i was a child waiting for clone wars episodes of course of course would you have preferred the binge just all of them at once or do you like the them making you wait to watch each episode? Oh, I'm a huge binger. Like that that's what I did for like Breaking Bad and like almost every other TV yeah, show yeah. I have ever watched is just like insane binging. Like I ju- like also I jumped on the Game of Thrones um bandwagon like really late. Like mm-hmm. when yeah. they when they announced that last season is when I started watching it and I just watched them all just in one run. That's impressive, man. Well, one run I as mean, in I was taking, I was still sleeping, but like almost every other moment <laughs> was game of Thrones. Just getting caught up. Yeah. I, that is really fun to just, to just dive all the way into a show. But I think in in a live environment like this, where you actually want to st- to spread them out a little bit. There's still a place for that in the in the world. And do you know if The Mandalorian Season 2 is going to be released that same way or will it be flushed out all at once? No, I'm pretty sure it's um, incremental because you also have to realize they've been having to film this during or like after all the COVID restrictions happened. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So like, um, for example, like Ewan McGregor tweeted recently that he went on set and they had his original robes waiting for him oh geez and and like that is just something else that just like made me like scream like a schoolgirl. girl just, just like ewan mcgregor mandalorian just like that mm. makes me so happy oh yeah dude i mean it they just go hand in hand with like those original movies which we're such big fans of um and it is so cool to process it through like the eyes of this character that you do know, like Boba Fett is someone you see in the other movies, but to see him like have the spinoff actually be so effective in, in building narrative and, and being so interesting um, that it really did captivate a lot of people. And like, we can talk about baby Yoda for days, but um, it's pretty crazy that in this modern era where we have all these different streaming platforms and things, it gives Disney the space to make this, Star Wars thing that I think everyone that likes the the universe is super super excited by um that really is only available because of this plethora of 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 streaming options that we have available now it's interesting to see the, how these big brands like Star Wars um adapt to this changing landscape um you do realize that it isn't Boba Fett right it's a different bounty hunter that's like it's not Boba Fett yeah, yeah, yeah sorry but okay you knew what I was trying to say. Yeah, it, it was just like a little bit confusing, especially probably for listeners and stuff. Um, but yeah. 
Well, I, I should preface that by saying I have not seen The Mandalorian all the way through. I've seen the first few episodes of season one. And so I am, I think I'm going to watch it now because I, I would like to see it season two. And I've, everything I've heard about it is that it's just great. Like it's got kind of Western vibes. Um, I know Taika Waititi has a pretty big footprint on it. So I, I am excited to to dive into it and, and correct my own mistakes in uh, misassessing the Star Wars fandom. I'm sorry, Star Wars fans. Um, But yeah, like Baby Yoda... It, 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 like, doesn't even make sense why we're, like, everybody got so attached, but, like, it also makes sense. Like, He's like, so no, cute. Yeah, nobody could have expected how, like, attached we would get, but, like, Disney is, like, genius, because after everybody got, it's like, so attached and it became such a success, they were just like, hey, we're gonna be releasing all these toys in Christmas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You wanna, you wanna... Like... You want a baby Yoda? We got twenty. <laughs> exactly. I I love Disney, but sometimes it is kind of like it's just a little crazy the 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 reach they have just to like create these iconic characters and then immediately profit off them in every single feasible way possible. They're they're very good at that. Mm-hmm. And and it's like really good to like hear that Ewan McGregor got back or got onto the set of the Mandalorian too or yeah, yeah. Mandalorian because. Like, we've been hearing on and off about this supposed um, Obi-Wan Kenobi spinoff that has been, like, proposed and, yes, like, yes. taken off the off the chart and then back on and, like, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, people have been talking about, like, what did Obi-Wan do while he's just waiting in the desert um, between episode three and episode four, like this since the episode four came out like what has he been doing you know yeah we we finally need something to fill that in and if he's getting the robes you and my guy is it time reprise your role yeah he's just chilling at the cantina you know just vibing for all that time between three and four what does he do i mean he's protecting i guess we'll Luke. finally get to see that that, that was yeah. like that was like his prime thing but from from what though darth vader i guess that's the purpose of the show <laughs> By like specifically what like 20 years of what is he doing you know that's all i'm saying that's what the whole show's about that's a really interesting concept to me yeah. does darth vader run up on him does he ever have to fight him back i we shall see does he just pod race the whole time <laughs> um but like you and me both know that like there is definitely the superior films. The original trilogy is so far superior to all of the other movies. Yeah, I'm of that opinion. I think that the prequels are definitely do not measure up to the original trilogy. And anybody that says the prequels are better does not deserve an opinion. Like Kanye West. Wow. You just you're gonna call him out straight up like that. Yes. I, I think you're not wrong. That is the stupidest thing I have ever heard. The prequels are not yes. better. Like, there may be arguments for, like, pod racing and stuff like that. But, like, the pod racing was in there for, like, what, ten minutes of one movie? Yeah. My boy Luke... It just made that one cool N64 game. That's it. Yeah. And my boy Luke flew along the, like, surface of the Death Star... 
and blew it up. Like, that is far superior, like, racing, flying, everything yes. to that pod racing scene. <laughs> well, and there's just so many, like, emotional storylines and things, and you have this whole big scope of the galaxy, and then you, like, turn it back to this weird shoehorn feeling thing like george lucas obviously thought that the most interesting part of the story was episodes four through six or else he would have released episode one first you know like if if the director the, the guy that came up with the whole idea is like uh eh, the most interesting part is this part like that's probably the part that's the most relevant to to take in oh definitely and like that's the whole thing is like the prequels like episode three is fine Okay. Episode two is hot garbage. Episode one is hot garbage. Well, also, it's because there's less and less Jar Jar Binks. In Jar Jar Binks, you get a lot of Jar Jar Binks in one, just a little bit in two, and three, no Jar Jar Binks at all. And that's exactly. why they get progressively better, in my opinion. The only thing that would have made Jar Jar good is if they would have ran with the whole like fan theory of Darth Jar Jar. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I will always go by that. But, like, and, and like, one is so bad. Like, I don't know what it is. Oh, my. But young, young Anakin, I just want to strangle it him. It just feels wrong. Yes. Like, not... It, it just it just seems so out of place. Yeah, and, and, like, not to be, like, super morbid, but, like, that kid's face... I would have loved to be like in in the like group of kids that Anakin kills in episode three. <laughs> oh my gosh! I, I I just hate him. I hate his face. I hate everything about him. I do. Me too. Me too. George Lucas flexes muscles too hard. I think that's what it is. And by the way, you're talking about Kanye. Kanye said this on the Joe Rogan podcast that he prefers the prequels to the original trilogy. And he is stupid. The fact that he went, yes, well, he went on the Joe Rogan podcast, and that's what they had to talk to him about. Like, my man, <laughs> my man's supposed to be running for president right now, and he he's out here just giving bad Star Wars takes. He's not winning president. Like what? I mean, obviously, but um. But, like, just, like, focusing on Anakin, because that, that's, like, like the whole series is just, like, how the Skywalker family screwed up a galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, like, just following the Anakin, like, there is just, like, this change from, like, the prequels and Rogue One and all that to the original trilogy. And, like, it, it's understandable because, yes. like, they couldn't do nearly as much in the original trilogy because it was it was the 70s like they yeah. they don't have they didn't have the CGI that um they had in the 2000s but like there is such a difference we see Anakin like just being godlike in his in his lightsaber fighting and then we jump to Rogue mm-hmm. One and we have that scene at the end where we're, it's just like Darth Vader is god again just like Yes. Going ham on these soldiers. And then... Yeah, just kill him for Yeah, and then we go to the original trilogy. And he's more like a mob boss compared to this destructive being. Yeah. I mean, 
just the with the little special effects skill that they had in the 70s and like the little tricks they were able to pull they make him the super intimidating figure but you're right there is like a definite now i don't know if disconnects the right thing but just i think you called it um iterations like different versions of this same character that we see throughout the different films like and i think that that's why george lucas wants to go back to the very start and take us even to childhood different iterations of the same character but it's just really hit or miss you know are you team sorry i was just gonna say do you forgive george lucas for making the prequels or or do you still harbor resentment because there's some parts of him not only making the prequels but just um like rewriting parts of the canon like he he put Hayden Christensen's spectral ghost into the the sixth film and permanently deleted the the negative versions of those so I was just I don't know I just wanted to to ask you what your thoughts would be on that did he overstep his bounds in creating his universe yeah up until Force Awakens I was I I was upset that he like went and changed like all these fundamental things and he like essentially put in these CGI characters into this original film stock and just essentially, and just in my opinion, messed it up. But then we get to Mm -hmm. the new, the new trilogy and it's just a dumpster fire. It's not good. Okay. Like you don't like the new ones. No, Disney deserves a whole lot more hate than hate than George Lucas does. Okay. Okay. What do you not agree? I'm not gonna lie to you. I I found I found the new ones to be entertaining movies. I maybe it's just because they just have big budget fun CGI stuff, but I I did not hate um 7 or 8. Now some some of the expanded universe stuff, I like I didn't really care for Rogue One that much, but Okay. Um I understand why people are frustrated about 7 and 8 though. But like Rogue One is so much better than 7 and 8, man. Like eight is just okay. absolute garbage, and like it, it's understandable because they had to like change directors and stuff. Like, like it's understandable why it's hot garbage, and like, but like there's so many things that upset me about the new trilogy. Like let, let let's just jump mm-hmm. to episode nine. Like that whole movie upset me, but the thing that upset me most is they essentially did, they essentially played the Bay of Pigs invasion, but did it successfully yeah we're like they yeah, they, they go around to get like all these troops and all the and everything to come help but like that was supposed to happen when luke died mm-hmm. and like let's just be clear the original bay of pigs invasion was not good it didn't work yeah, yeah. also how did all those ships show up at the same time when they had to navigate that like urethra sized tunnel <laughs> yeah exactly that is true there are some there are definitely some like really out of place feeling moments in the new ones like when freaking i think princess leia gets launched from the ship and just like force something magically returns to the ship there are definitely some like okay come on this is a little out there moments yeah like it was just i hate the new trilogy so much yeah 
Um, just the brand carries so much weight, right? Like if if those were not Star Wars movies, they might just be really entertaining, but they just carry so much weight because there's so much history, right? Yeah, and and it and it in a way it even subtracts from that history because you would look at like the lightsaber um, fighting styles. Mm-hmm. There were yeah. definite fighting styles. We saw them with like Luke and Obi-Wan and all of that jazz. And then we get to Ray, who had training with Luke and Leia and can't fight. Yeah. She just <laughs> waves it around like it's a stick. Yeah. I hate Ray so much. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. But like talking about like changing just like the history of a franchise let's let's bring up the christmas episode the christmas special oh my gosh dude legendary i i I would guess that there's a lot of people that don't even know you should maybe just give a little background on what the christmas episode is oh no there's so many people that don't know because does everyone know that's the thing is george lucas tried to get rid of it like it wasn't widely known that there was this huge Christmas special by a lot of people until it appeared on YouTube. So basically it was a, like a star Wars straight to TV movie for the Christmas season. Yeah. And, and, it, and it was just um, like Chewie's family and like all of the star Wars characters coming together for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And like, it was just 90% Chewbacca growls. Like, yeah, it's Chewbacca and his wife and child. <laughs> like, like it is like ultimate cringe, but like it's oh, it's it, so it bad. is it's still there though. Like, like don't try to erase it. Like they also tried to do it with um the Last Jedi. They tried to erase that too, and now they're mm-hmm. trying to er- like re erase the Christmas episode by um making a Lego Christmas special. Yeah, I I heard just a little bit about this, but I it's an interesting thing that you have like this kind of mark on your history, this thing that you want to hide. But when you want to do something new and you want to do something new around this same holiday, like it's going to bring up these old discussions about the, <laughs> the old episode. Now, if it was like a Lego remake of the Christmas special, I might watch it. That might. Just because yeah. it'd be hilarious <laughs> that might be juicy. as hell. But from what I'm seeing, it's not, and it's a little upsetting. Yeah, a little disappointing. I mean, the original, the original has a 2.1 out of 10 on IMDb and a 27 percent on a Rotten yes. Tomatoes. It was not good. Now, if uh, there's a 13 minute YouTube video that's just called "The Most Disturbing Moments of the Star Wars Holiday Special," that I'm sure we could recommend to anybody out there. <laughs> It was just peak 70s cringe. Ugh. What an interesting time. I think there's a JonTron video of that too. The There's a Starcade episode if if anyone is into the YouTubes. There has to be. Like like yeah, there there definitely is. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. I hope the Lego thing is better, but I wish that they would just pay homage to it and let if if you're gonna have this expansive canon and expansive universe, like you gotta let everything live, you know? Yeah. 
I don't like that they disowned a lot of the stuff that doesn't happen outside of the the canon, quote unquote. Yeah, and that's another thing is it. I'll accept this new Christmas special as long as they pay some form of homage to the original in like jokes yes. or something where like a lot of these reboots make or bring their humor is just making fun of old stuff. Like um, it was the, it was the trailer for, it was either Force. I, I think it was Force Awakens where they showed, um, a Jar Jar skull, even though it wasn't Jar Jar. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, like, like that kind <laughs> of thing, where like you bring in the past and accept the past without erasing yeah, you it. Meme yeah, on like it. that. That's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Like, we meme on everything. JFK assassination, Pearl Harbor. We 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 meme everything. Like. Yeah. Yeah, among young people, there's especially a immortalization of certain cultural events in in memes. Like, and I think that you definitely need those things to live on. Like, if if Lumpawaru, which is the name of the son of Chewbacca and his wife Mala, in the Christmas episode, he needs to appear in the Lego <laughs> rendition at some point, just as a little a little wink to the audience, like, hey, we remember this. This is real. This existed. I don't know, man. The rewriting history thing is the rewriting history or the even like they redid some of the computer graphic animation on like some of the explosions in the old ones. Um, George Lucas did. And I, I don't know. That just seems kind of unethical. Like you you made your original product, like let the product exist and, and keep moving forward. You don't I don't know. I don't know how I feel about going back into the past and trying to put band-aids over um, movies and content that's already been created you know but yeah like just like looking forward i am still just like so excited for mandalorian mm. ewan mcgregor my guy yes second only keanu reeves and <laughs> tony hawk in my heart yes um internet loves ewan mcgregor but, like, so we talked about, like, Darth Vader iterations. Let's just touch on, just, like, just to wrap up, like, our favorite, like, Yoda moments. Like, do you prefer okay, okay. the little frog jumping around on ketamine in the original, in, or in the prequels? Or do you like the <laughs> crazy old man aspect from the um, original trilogy? I kind of like the crazy old man. There's there's some cool stuff in the prequels where he's like jumping around doing actually like cool force stuff, but I think the the old wise in, is the best and most endearing version of Yoda. What about you? Oh, dude, I am so old Yoda. Because oh, of course. It's just like you, you and and it just makes the transition from the prequels to the original trilogy that much better. We're like this yes. Vader iteration just like ruined it it turns Yoda into like this senile old guy that doesn't know what the hell's going on <laughs> he really is and then he's like so profound but also just seems so wand- like wandering and meandering and weird uh, the hair's coming out the, the little the original freaking puppet design too is just so good The it's a great character it really is like Yoda is is another one that's just like very close to my heart, but just because like the character design wasn't great, but it was enough that they like 
found a niche that was just hilarious. Yeah, and then they made it a baby. <laughs> it's boss baby. Yoda is Yoda's just basically a boss baby, but in the um, Star Wars universe. But yeah, like that that's another thing interesting. It's just like where the child baby Yoda comes into play in this universe. Cause now we've seen like essentially most of the life cycle. Because what now we've seen old, yes, or like like yes. super old, a little middle aged, not like too middle aged, because mm-hmm. Yoda, Yoda was still up there. But like, and then we get to this very young side of the life cycle. Yeah, we'll fill in the whole timeline. I mean, it's the glory of having a character that lives for so long. You get to explore so much of his life. Now, now, if I'm actually being real, my favorite iteration of Yoda has to be the um, Clone Wars ones, actually. Like, like the mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. animated Clone Wars ones. Because, like, they they realized that, like, we made Yoda God in the prequels. And yeah. he's this senile old guy in the um, original <laughs> trilogy. So we're just going to make him a mix. He's Yeah, an epic mix. That that's all. That's really all I got. Yeah, I mean, I think that like, we we covered the bases. Go look up that lightsaber video. You'll have a good time. It's really sick. Do it. It's amazing. They even cut through like stormtrooper armor and stuff yes. like that. And who knows? Maybe we'll be back with another Star Wars episode after I make Connor binge watch Clone Wars. We'll see. <laughs> Dude, Clone Wars, Mandalorian. It's gonna be Star Wars marathon up in here. You already know. I'll indoctrinate him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's all i got see you next all week. right bye see you next week